Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Slipstream F1 podcast. I'm Ian Meeks. I'm joined here today by Nathan Wright, Stephen Willoughby, and Brandon Molina. In today's episode, we're going to be doing a few predictions. Um, testing has already happened, as discussed in the last episode. But we're going to do a few predictions on the upcoming race in Bahrain. We're going to do a month-out prediction of Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, the Australian Grand Prix, and the race in Imola, which is in Italy. And then we're also going to do our yearly predictions of the season, what we think is going to happen constructors-wise, driver-wise, what's going to happen by the end of the year. And we'll come back to these as time goes on, as the allotted amount of time prevails itself in time. And, and we'll find out how wrong we were. Exactly. We're really bad at this. We're doing this before the first qualifying, which is setting ourselves up for failure. Okay. So, first thing we're going to do, let's start short term. Let's start the Bahrain Grand Prix. Um, who wants to start? I can. All right. So, I've got Ferrari um, and Red Bull as the main contenders. I think Max Verstappen is going to win the the first race. They got a very strong car in testing. I think Mercedes is going to have a little bit of a rough time uh, with their. I think they got a little bit of issues they got to work out. Uh, I think McLaren will be like high midway through the pack, and uh, you're also going to see a lot a lot of mechanical failures throughout the first race, just because it's the first race, and a lot of teams are still figuring stuff out. That's what I, I think is going to happen. Thank you, Brandon. Um, We'll have to see how those go. I don't agree. But that's going to be common. Anyways, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon didn't like my answer. Bra- Brandon <laughs> really didn't like your Nathan, answer. what do you think? I I do not think Red Bull is going to be strong. It's probably because I just don't like Red Bull and I don't want them to be strong, so I'm willing them to not be strong. I think Ferrari has a good chance of winning this. Like, you think back 2020, they were strong in Bahrain. Or not 2020, 2019. But they lost because of mechanical DNF. I think we're going to see a lot of DNFs. Um, we typically see that in the first race or two of the season, and we we're, we're going to see it more so with with the new regulations. Um, I think Alfa Romeo they'll be lucky to have both of their cars not DNF. I think Alpine's going to have a DNF. I think probably Williams. I think I think a lot of teams are going to have a DNF. I mean, you saw last year in a top team, Sergio Perez almost did had to d- do not start right where his computer for his engine and everything just shut off. But he was able to get it back going, so that that was good. But you know, we're we're gonna see a lot of a lot of troubles, I believe. I think that's gonna be what dominates the conversation is just how many DNFs there were. So y'all agree on DNFs at least. And Ferrari Master Plan. We have a Ferrari Master Plan, you know. Steven? I also tend to agree about the DNFs. Um I think that the new regulations are gonna allow for some weird interactions. I think the passing is going to be easier, but it really wouldn't surprise me if, especially with the porpoising, if someone's dealing with a pretty nasty headache towards the end of the race, maybe they rely a little too much on muscle memory and something goes wrong in terms of how they approach the car in front of them. Um, and that could lead to, frankly, a wreck either at the beginning or towards the end just with you know, a DNF outside of a mechanical failure. Um, I don't think Mercedes and McLaren are going to be competitive this first race. I think they both have had too many testing issues that I don't think can be reconciled initially. Um, I think that, like Brandon, I think Ferrari and Red Bull are going to compete this first race. I think there's not going to be a clear, better car. Um, Again, I could be wrong, but those are my sort of week one hot takes. Uh, Maybe they're just warm. We'll see. 
<laughs> warm takes. Yeah, um, I'm with Nathan here. I think Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc will have his redemption. Um, 2019 almost won that race um, until his engine lost the will to live. And so, um, so yeah, I think Ferrari will actually have a good chance of winning this. And if so, I think it'll be um, it'll be Charles. I think McLaren will struggle a little bit. Um, majorly, Daniel. Um, he's had COVID over the last week. It's actually a question mark if he'll even race. Mm-hmm. How his teammate has made him sound. He sounds pretty sick. He yeah. sounds like he doesn't have a light case of COVID. And um, and even if it is a light case, like it is shocking what all it impacts right like just just your uh cardiac ability and all of that sort of stuff and that's something that they need a lot of um a lot of stamina that sort of things and that could just be impacted in ways that you know he doesn't even realize isn't going to realize till he gets in a saturday session because here's the interesting thing too based on the rules in bahrain where they are because he tested positive on friday he cannot be in the car until the next saturday because he has to sit out a whole week and so he will miss the first two testing sessions or practice sessions of this next weekend. He'll only have one practice session before qualifying. Yeah, exactly. So I think my prediction here is that if Danny races, he will struggle um, physically. I think it'll just be a bad race for him. Again, that's if he races at all. Um, Oscar Piastri, Alpine's reserve driver, turned now given permission to race for McLaren if they need him because McLaren could not get their reserve driver to Bahrain in time. Um, because one of them is driving in another series and the other one's on holiday right now. You hate to see it. But Oscar. But Oscar. Oscar deserved a seat this year. Oscar's a very good driver. He won Formula 2. He won Formula 2 in his first season. Which Formula 2 is basically like, you know, a l- minor league for Formula 1. It's like, you know how there's AAA for Major League Baseball? It's, it's just like that. Exactly. Or if you watch IndyCar, Indy Lights. Indy, Indy Lights is kind of their feeder league. Just young kids trying to prove themselves out on track. And so, yeah, I think um, I think now that we've talked about it, I think I'm leaning more towards I think Oscar's going to have to drive this weekend. Um, and I think he'll do pretty all right for first time in. Changing my prediction, Oscar wins. Oscar Piastri wins the Bahrain Grand Prix. That was a joke. But I think this weekend there will be a double podium. Um, I'm not sure if it'll be Ferrari or McLaren or maybe Red Bull. I don't think Red Bull is going to be that good this year. Um, But I think there will be a double podium. Biggest thing I think there will be is a pit stop malfunction. This year there are new tires with wheel covers on them. Haven't seen that since 2009. Has been illegal since then. I think this race will have a pit stop malfunction. I think a wheel cover or a wheel nut will just not work. It's just not going to happen. And so that tracks. Yeah, it it happens. And so moving on from Bahrain, that's all of our predictions. They're kind of uh, dancing around, but it's hard. You know, it's um, first race of the new regulations. We really don't know what's going to happen. And so we just got to make sure we don't look too dumb and leave it there. And so, yeah, so month out prediction again Bahrain Grand Prix Saudi Arabian Grand Prix the Australian Grand Prix and Emilia Romagna which is at the Imola circuit we'll start we'll go the other way around the circle that we're sitting Stephen what are your month predictions my month out predictions um I said that Mercedes wasn't going to be competitive in Bahrain by this point that's changed 
I think Mercedes has figured out their aerodynamic issues. They're not porpoising. Whether or not they have the best car, I'm not sure, but they're competing for that top spot already. Um, I think McLaren's starting to get there. I think that they have some reasons that they're going to overcome their mechanical setbacks a little later, partially because of Ricardo's illness, but also just, um, frankly, they are not the engineering powerhouse that Mercedes is. Um, so I think it'll take them a little longer to overcome some of those issues. Um, my other prediction, so this is sort of one I want to get y'all's feedback on. There are several teams which have a perceived driver skill imbalance. So what are some of those teams in y'all's opinion where like you think there's a driver that's clearly better than the other driver in the car? I think there are probably like five. Alpha Tauri. Alpine. Aston Martin. I would also go so far as to say that the championship run last year set Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton apart from anyone who could sit in their other seats. So that's several teams. I think a month out, one of those teams where you're like, oh, yeah, this driver should be leading, it's going to be flipped, and it's not going to be close. There's going to be something, whether it be outside circumstances or just some like weird elevation of skill level, I think we're going to be talking in a month of, oh, where did this driver come from? We did not expect this sort of performance in comparison to their teammate. I think another one is Schumacher and Magnussen. Mm-hmm. Schumacher's on his second season. Magnussen has raced a lot and knows Haas really well. So I think the perception would be Magnussen would be on top, but I could see that flipped. It'll be interesting to see how Magnussen does because it's been, what, two seasons since he? Just the just one. one. No, just one, yeah. So, But it is a new car, so he's been out of a car for a year, and he's got one more. Or it's just a different car, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. Who Who do you think, Steven? that person will be who just comes out of nowhere and is is surprising to everyone. I think you've seen a really incremental increase of Stroll's abilities, and I think Vettel, I could see him. He is incredible, but I think he's been in Formula One for a long time, and I could see a couple of things going wrong, and I could see especially with, frankly, the team potentially favoring Lance Stroll, especially early in the season, to try to give him an opportunity to succeed just because of how much investment, and basically since his father owns the team, and that's not discounting his abilities in any way. I think my other next option, or next two, would be probably Haas or Alpine. I think that Alonso is also getting up there in age a little bit. He's probably a little past his prime. Um, I think the other option, you know, we talked about Haas. I think people consider Magnussen to be more experienced, but... Um, Mick Schumacher is a former F2 champion, and he drove last year. So there could be a situation where if the Haas is performing, he's found himself in the points a couple of races, and Magnussen is slowly getting back on the s- drive. Yeah, and, and I could see that happening. I do think you know Magnussen has a podium in Formula 1. He's statistically quite a bit better than someone like a Nico Hulkenberg, um, just purely from the statistics. And I I think that he's still going to be better. But we'll I think see. so, too. But I think a month out, we could be talking about why it isn't that way it reflected in the points or performances. So, yeah, those, those are my month out prediction. Cool. Nathan? No, but I think in a month, obviously, we're going to have four races down. I think we're going to have three different winners. And I think those three winners are going to come from three different teams. Um, I think we're going to have a heartbreak almost win. Um, where, like, that person almost win, whether it's a d- mechanical failure or... Crash, just a bad pit stop, whatever it is, it's going to cause them not to win. 
Um, and I, I think that's going to be one of the big things we're going to see. I also think that we're going to have a couple of teams that are just so far off the pace that they're almost failing to qualify. You know, you have to be within 107% of, of the fastest car in order to qualify. And so let's say, for instance, the fastest car does a minute, you have to be, you know, 7, 7%, only 7% slower than them. So, you, you know, that's only a few seconds. Um, and I think we're going to see some cars that are just so bad that they almost don't qualify. Then also I want to go through what I think will be um, the constructors' standings after a month. Um, and I think it's going to be going to be kind of interesting. I think Ferrari is going to be first. I think um, Mercedes is going to be second. I think AlphaTauri is going to be third. I think actually no, Mercedes not second. Sorry, AlphaTauri second, Red Bull third. Whoa. I think you're going to see McLaren fourth, Mercedes fifth, Haas sixth. Um, I think you're going to see Alpine seventh, Aston Martin. Eighth, um, Williams ninth, Alpha Romeo tenth. I think you're clinically insane. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I think. I correct me if I misheard. You have Alphatari second. I I do indeed. I think they're going to be good, but I. Good night. Yeah. I I think that there is just. I don't think there's a world where that happens. I think that. I don't know. I, I hope you're right. Do I, you I doubt like Pierre Yuki Gasly. Sonoda? I, I think. Do you I, doubt Pierre Gasly? I love Pierre Gasly. I want Pierre Gasly. I want. I want nothing more than like this is my ideal scenario. Like because I think this is the only way this happens is like if at the end of the year Lewis wins his eighth and retires somehow Mercedes buys out that contract Pierre Gasly proceeds to win seven consecutive drivers championships with Mercedes I'd be happy. I I love Pierre Gasly, but that uh, that's not going to happen. Here, here, here's why I think it happens. I think you see, you know, Charles winning the first race, and then you see an Alpha Tauri random win in one of those first four, and then two other podiums. With that str- strength, if the other teams are just kind of inconsistent, but, you know, they get a win, I, I think they're going to be second. Is that too much optimism? Yes. Am I going to get hurt by this? Yes. I do think that Alpha Tauri is going to find themselves on top of the midfield at the end of the year, but not like that. Uh, yeah, and that's why I think like I I don't think they're gonna be that good the whole year. I think they have, and this run of form may not happen at the beginning of the year. I think it would be really fun to start off the year like this, but I think they're gonna have a run of form where they get like a crazy amount of points in across four races, and I think it's gonna happen at the beginning of the year before other teams figure out, you know, how to make their cars better. Well, after that third degree bird of a hot take, Brandon, care to match that? <laughs> Uh, so mine, uh, definitely not as uh, bold as Nathan's. Uh, I think I agree with Steven. I think Mercedes will have figured out whatever their issues is after the first first or second race, and uh, they'll be competing with Red Bull and Ferrari for the lead. I think Red Bull is going to be in the lead after the first month with Ferrari close behind. I think we'll have probably at least two ra- two race winners from different teams. Uh, namely from Red Bull and Ferrari, potentially Mercedes, but we'll see. I think midfield is going to be McLaren, Alvatari, Aston Martin, potentially Haas. And then uh, and then you'll have the back markers, uh, Williams. I forgot the other two. What are the other two? Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo and Alfa. Al- oh, there you go. 
Yeah, that's that's my prediction. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, yeah, it's definitely not <laughs> not as bold out there. Um, but yeah, so my little month predictions. Um, I believe Haas will score its first points since last year. Um, I think. Yep, all that Russian money that they used from Nikita Mazepin slash um, I saw. I mean, that's a solid driver lineup. I think. I mean, it could be much worse. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think they'll get their first points in every year, which means that for those new to Formula One, they did not get in the top half of the field at all last year. Yeah, only the top ten get points, and the person with the most points and the team with the most points, they win the championship. So, yeah, so I think Haas will score its first points. Who that comes from, who comes out on top, I mean, I really don't know. I think maybe K-Mag. Um, he looked really good in testing for having been out of a car for a year and all of a sudden jumps back in and did pretty well. I mean, no lie there. Um, for wins, I have three winners. I have a Charles Leclerc win. Obviously, that coming in Bahrain is my prediction. Um, I have two Lewis Hamilton wins. Um, and I have a George Russell win. I think he will win his first race. And hmm. probably, I'm getting a lot of looks, so that might be my boldest prediction. My other boldest prediction, I think my boldest prediction, is there will be a McLaren podium in these first races. I know we've talked about how bad their car is. No, I could see it. But Bahrain... They were sixth and seventh last year. Saudi Arabia, Daniel was top five. Lando could have done well if it wasn't torn up by the red flag. Australia, um, Daniel's ready. That's This is the first year they have raced in Australia since COVID had started. 2019, that was the last time they raced in Australia. I think Daniel is going to have the motivation. He'll be healthy by then from COVID. I think he will absolutely tear it up out there. Imola, Lando got a podium last year in Imola. Under very strange circumstances. We don't have to talk about that. So, yeah. He, he was on fire, though, in qualifying at Imola. He got second, almost put it on pole. He almost put it on pole until he crossed the white line by the smallest nanometer I've ever seen it's in my ridiculous. entire life. So, yeah, I think the, my, probably my boldest prediction will be McLaren um, gets a podium. Again, we've talked about how underdeveloped their car looks, and it's a little concerning. Again, I think all of us here are McLaren, at least sympathizers. Um, and so, yeah, I, th I mean, we want them to do well. My allegiances are unknown. S Steven hasn't picked a team yet. He's a little new. Hey, I am, like, Hail to the Chief is playing as I swear loyalty to Haas indefinitely. Until <laughs> 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 they inevitably go under in two years because they go two years more without any points. So, yeah, that's my month-long predictions. Um, moving on to the year-long, this is going to be a while till we get this review done um this will be done in december so we have till december for these to be fulfilled i have quite a few um i don't want to start you know i'll kick it off um so here's how i have things going down i i think that the constructors and drivers championship get split again they're not going to go to the same team i'm actually i'm changing my predictions here on the fly a little bit I think Ferrari wins a constructor championship. Um, I think they have a really good car. Here's the thing. I think Lewis Hamilton wins his eighth in the Mercedes, and I think Max Verstappen finishes second. Ferrari, their two drivers are going to go three and four, but the rest of the field is going to have a lot of parity, which is going to allow Ferrari to, by sheer consistency, 
get away with the driver's championship. I think that um, I have AlphaTauri fourth after Red Bull and Mercedes. I think they're going to do really well. I think they're going to do better than McLaren, who I have going fifth. Then I have Haas. Um, I don't know. That's wishful thinking, probably. But, you know, I can dream. Uh, <laughs> then I have Austin Martin, Alpine, Alfa Romeo, and Williams to round out the season. I think that, you know, obviously, without even having the first qualifying, it's really hard to make a judgment call. But I feel pretty good about this. I think that you're going to have a pretty tight competition throughout the whole year. I don't think – you may have one or two trash teams, but I really think otherwise you're going to have a chance for people to really compete for points week after week on teams that, you know, are going to end up finishing seventh or eighth who wouldn't always be consistently competing for points. Um, so I think that's going to be exciting. I think that this season is going to be another one that's going to come down to the wire. And, yeah, that is my year-out prediction. Yeehaw. Brandon? So I have I have Russell winning the Drivers' Championship. I think uh, I might be a little bit bold, but I think with him, he's a very good driver. And, uh, he's had to do a lot of adapting, just coming from F3, F2, and into F1. Uh, Hamilton's been Hamilton's a very good driver, but he's been driving. He's been very dominant in the in the last era of Formula One, but and he's been driving there for a while, so he's very used to that. So I have Russell first, Verstappen second, and Hamilton third. And for constructors, I've got Mercedes winning the constructors. Um, I got Red Bull second. Ferrari third. Uh, I think McLaren will be fourth. I think they have a decent car, and they've got two very good drivers. So I think if they can get get those mechanical issues worked out, I think they'll be a decent team. I got Haas fifth. Aston Martin sixth. Alpine seventh. All right, so while you're trying to figure out yeah, what the remaining three teams in Formula <laughs> One are, I'm going to clown on you real quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> so tired, okay. Lewis Hamilton and George Russell are the two drivers in Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton has won seven drivers' championships, some on different teams. Um, he is widely considered to either be one of, if not the greatest driver ever in Formula One. Ever. So let's do a little bit of a... NFL comparison <laughs> for those of you who are based in America. Tom Brady recently announced that he's, you know, coming out of retirement and he's probably the best quarterback of all time. Now, imagine if the first game of the NFL season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers start Blaine Gabbert <laughs> because he did so much better in practice. That's their backup quarterback who's frankly bad. Um, I'm not I'm not trashing on George Russell, but I I I will. The <laughs> Here's the thing. George Russell is phenomenal in qualifying. He's called Mr. Saturday for a reason. He does nothing in the races. His race pace, even in that Williams, Nicholas Latifi was arguably better than him. Did y'all not, not see him when he drove the Mercedes? Secure Grand Prix. Yeah, he looked pretty good. But again, I, I Because just he qualified well, and he had a better reaction time that one day than... Yeah, and, and he, he got that nice nice move on the inside that definitely shouldn't have been overtake of the year, but was for some dumb reason. Also, football is so that is so much different than Formula One. It's crazy. It's insane. It is, but 
I just wanted to use an analogy people would understand to represent how insane it is that someone completely new to a team who is unproven, untested, beats out the greatest of all time in an equal footing scenario. And you also have to think, like, is it going to be an equal footing scenario? Let's be realistic here. Mercedes has said a few times that they would give both Valtteri and Lewis an equal footing. And then about the third race of the season, you hear, hey, Valtteri, it's James, and they tell him to let Hamilton pass for the championship. Right? Yeah, and I that think is true. If, if you think that Mercedes is going to let Russell win a championship instead of Hamilton when they both are performing well in a good car, you're delusional. All right. That was a... That anyway. was a scalding take. <laughs> Who's next? That's arguably hotter than my... Did you want to finish your last three teams in Formula One? Did you remember, or did you have to go to Google? I Definitely to go, Wikipedia. I to go to it. Look, I'm tired. I can't run on like five hours of sleep. Anyway, I got Alpha 8. Williams Which nine. Alpha? Alpha? Alpha Romeo, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I already said Alpha Tari, that was seventh. Alpha with an F or with a PH? I'm tired, okay. Williams, ninth, and Alpine, tenth. Ooh. <laughs> Alpine in tenth. Will they fold if they end up I in tenth? I just don't think their engine is going to work very well, to be honest. Alpine morphs into Andretti Motorsports overnight. <laughs> okay, Ian, what Well, that was the rumor is that Andretti would be using, like, they had a deal struck basically with Alpine. If they were to get a team, they would use Alpine engine or Renault engines. Yeah. This is true. All right. Um... I kept my mouth shut because I wanted to save my neck a little longer. I also think George Russell wins the World Drivers Championship. You're insane. <laughs> You're delusional. delusional. You it's not that insane. I think my the last you need podcast to be institutionalized. <laughs> I talked to the last podcast. I know a great therapist that it's going to be a difference here, especially in the first few rounds of age who adapts faster, the young guys that are able to, I guess, rewire their brains faster or old guys who have the experience, I think Young will win. I think George will come in the World Drivers' Championship in first place, but I think Ferrari wins the Constructors' Championship. Um, I think it'll be close. I think you know George will have to fight with his teammates slash Ferrari. Um, this is an overall prediction, not just the first few rounds. I think overall throughout the year you're going to see Ferrari and um, and George Russell fighting it out. Um, not George Russell, Mercedes overall fighting it out. Um, but, yeah, those are my top predictions. I think McLaren, Aston Martin, Red Bull will battle for the top of the midfield. I believe that Alpine and Alfa Romeo will be battling each other to not be last. Um, speaking of Andretti, I think Andretti's team will be rejected. Every team except McLaren has voiced their opposition to Andretti joining, and this includes the Haas Formula One team, which is American-based. I had seen things where most every team was like, yeah, we want more teams. I just saw Zach Brown, because Zach Brown is the coolest person ever. Um, but he had mentioned that a lot of the teams voiced their disapproval, and he thought it was very unfair. Hmm. We will see. We'll see. But For I context, think Andretti is a team that has been successful in motorsports, particularly IndyCar. Um, my Mario Andretti? Correct. He was a driver. He he raced both in Formula One and IndyCar, right? I wouldn't call it race in Formula One. I would call it more beached his car every race. Okay. I think he took a turn in NASCAR, too. 
He did. He, he did. He did much. He better did all than three. He did yeah. much better than IndyCar. Point is, he has money and connections as a result of that, and his son has lobbied to create a Formula One team under the Andretti Motorsports umbrella, and they haven't heard back from the FIA, Formula One's governing body. No. Um. Yeah. I th- he's he was a great IndyCar driver. Um. He was terrible in Formula One, to be frank. I mean, it's hard though to compare him. Went to his teammate when he was in Formula One. He raced, um, I believe it was for McLaren. Um, but his teammate was Ayrton Senna. That's quite a teammate to have. Um, but yeah, I think they'll be rejected. I just think that they're happy with the 20 cars. They're also looking at Porsche slash Audi at some point coming in. I have to fact check to you. Uh-oh. Um, Andretti, uh, according to Wikipedia said that he won a Formula One race. Okay. Well. So anyway. So did Pastor Maldonado, but how did that go? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Pastor Maldonado was a driver in the mid-2010s that was impressively bad. I can make Nathan react. You want to know who else has won a Formula One race? Esteban Ocon. I hate Esteban Ocon <laughs> with every fiber <laughs> of my being. That man is not a good F1 driver. He he got two second chances, and he shouldn't have even gotten the first one. He does not deserve a seat, and if anything, he should be driving like a bus around Paris or something. Gosh, oh okay. my God. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a good driver, but not at Formula One. W- Formula One is the 19 best drivers in the world in Esteban Ocon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I still have a few more predictions after that. We may need to cut. If Nikita Mazepin were in the same car as Esteban Ocon, he might win. I believe there will be seven race winners this year. Too far. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just trying not to get us sued by Ocon's lawyer. Um, (laughs) We get a cease and desist letter in our Instagram DMs. Defamation. (laughs) Libel. (laughs) I believe there will be. It's not libel if it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there will be seven race winners this year, um, and seven teams will have a podium, including Haas. Uh, yes! <laughs> wait, wait, Let's wait, 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 wait. go! So you're saying there's going to be seven race winners, but only seven teams are going to have podiums? Yes. <laughs> so every team that gets a podium is going to get a race win. So you're saying Haas will have a race Haas win. Haas wins. Oh, wait, you're no, saying seven different people win races. Yeah, and then seven teams individually. <laughs> so I believe there will be seven race winners, and seven teams will have a podium, including the Haas Formula One team. I believe hmm. a absolute freak accident on the track will have to happen for Haas to end up in a third place. But I think it'll happen. Who it'll happen to? That's a good question. I think it's a coin fl- coin toss between Mick and Magnuson. But again, I think it's a coin toss here of what race is going to happen because we don't know. What are the three teams that don't get a podium? Which are those going to be? Williams, Alpine, and Alfa Romeo. Hmm. Um, seven race winners. I wrote them down, actually. Um, George and Lewis. Both Ferrari drivers, Carlos and Charles. This will be Carlos's and Carlos, sorry, not Carlos, Carlos and George's first win in Formula One. I believe Max Verstappen will have a win, just one. I think Sebastian Vettel will end up on the top step of the podium. 
And Pierre Gasly will return to race-winning form. Pierre Gasly, my man. Hmm. And so. My ideal team is the best car on the grid with Kevin Magnussen and Pierre Gasly. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that is my dream scenario. I believe, last little one before I do my rankings. Pierre Gasly is a much better Frenchman than Esteban Ocon <laughs> is. There is no good Frenchman. We're going to be called the Ocon Pierre Slander Gasly. F1 cast. <laughs> I'm changing our name on Instagram right now. Um, I believe three drivers will hang up their helmet at the end of the year. Three? Hamilton three. after he loses to Russell. I think Alonso is done. Mm. I think Sebastian is done. And I think... Oh, crap. There was one more. Um, Yuki Sonoda. Really? No, no, no. Not Yuki. Yuki's going to do good in my mind. Sorry. Sergio Perez? K-Mag. I think he's, his no. I think he's having a one-year return, and they'll need more money. At the they end of the signed year. him for a multi-year contract. I don't think contract. they need money. They signed him for a multi-year contract where they? they were paying him. Whoops. They expect him to stay for a while, and Gene Haas has said that he can increase his Formula One like spending commitment if yeah, needed. Yeah, but that was sort of a joke. He was talking about like you know it's already negative numbers. What's what's it matter if the negative numbers are bigger? <laughs> he was talking about he's like I'm already hemorrhaging money. What does it matter? It was a joke. I still think there will be I three saw drivers. I just don't know who. I saw an article from German like Autosport, whatever Autosport and Motors online or whatever, where they were saying like Gene Haas. They had interviewed him. He said, yeah, I can put more money into this and just call it an advertising expense. Google Translate did you dirty. I'm <laughs> joking. You're, you're probably. probably right. I think if Hamilton wins, he might quit. Because I think he's I just trying, I think I he's think trying so to too. get the eighth, his eighth uh, championship, and then he's going to be done. Yeah, my prediction is Lewis winning, and I also think he's going to retire afterwards. So my order of constructors, um, Ferrari, number one, like I said, Mercedes, number two. This comes with George being World Drivers' Champion. <laughs> Red Bull as number three. Um, Aston Martin, number four. Ooh. McLaren, number five. Alphatari, number six. Haas, number seven. Williams, number eight. Alpine, number nine. And Alfa Romeo, number ten. I'm going to play clown music over that whole thing, <laughs> specifically <laughs> the part where George Russell is world champion. Okay. Anyway, my prediction for the year, um, I think that Lewis Hamilton's going to win it all. I think he's going to win his eighth. I think he's going to hang it up after that point because I thought that was going to be this year, and I thought he was going to hang it up, and I think that was what was so tough for him. Not just the way that he lost it, but knowing like either he needs to come back another year and he has to win it next year or the next year, like very soon, or it's not happening. Um, so I think that's going to happen because I think Mercedes – even if they don't have a great car at first, they're going to find a fix for it because they're just an incredible team, incredible infrastructure. And then I think that uh, we're going to have first-time race winners, and I think there's going to be, let's see, Carlos is going to be a first-time race winner. George is going to be a first-time race winner. Um, I think those two, they're going to win their first races. I don't think Lando's going to win a race. I just I would love to see that happen. I just don't see McLaren being that good this year. Um, I agree. A Haas podium. <laughs> I think that's going to happen. And I think AlphaTauri is going to be shockingly good this year. And I know you're going to clown me for that. But here's my Constructors Champion orders. For you, I don't think you think AlphaTauri is going to like run the table. According to your month prediction. <laughs> They're going to surprise <laughs> you. AlphaTauri is so good that like helmet just 
everyone else pulls quit. Yuki out of the AlphaTauri and puts Max for staff and in. <laughs> no, that is my ideal scenario. Is <laughs> where AlphaTauri is just simply so much better than Red Bull. Like all the questions to Helmet are, when are you gonna switch the drivers? When are you gonna pull Pierre? When are you gonna, you know? And like just asking him. And seeing him try and wrangle with the fact that, no, Red Bull is the main team and it is the one that has the big brand in it. And Red Bull corporate is going to be telling him he can't move the world champion out of that car. And I just cannot wait to watch that happen. Anyway, my predictions are that Ferrari is going to win the Constructors' Championship. I think it's going to be split. Um, I think they have the best driver lineup in terms of being the most balanced. I think they have two, two drivers who could contend for a world championship this year. I genuinely believe that. They're both at... I mean, Carlos is clearly at the top of his game. And Charles is just phenomenal. Um, I think Mercedes is going to be second. Obviously, George is going to get his first win. Lewis is going to win. But I think, overall, Ferrari is going to beat them out. Here's my, my boldest prediction yet. Third place, Alpha Tauri. Stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> talking about us being ridiculous. Yeah, no. Um, and then fourth, Red Bull. Um, just because I want that to happen. I think in reality it's going to be switched where it's third Red Bull, fourth AlphaTauri. This isn't a meme podcast, by the way. This is a legit podcast. He's N- just I also have AlphaTauri fourth. But he said AlphaTauri third. Yeah, but realistically it's probably switched. Where okay, Red so Bull you have AlphaTauri fourth. Either commit to it or don't. I have AlphaTauri third. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> McLaren fifth. Um, I think that they're not going to – they don't look developed, but they're just going to be a midfield team and like they have two good drivers who are going to be fine. Haas in sixth. That may be overly optimistic, but I... Well, I have Haas in fifth, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah, I have Haas in sixth, You also too. think George uh, Russell is going to win the world championship, so... Yeah, that's not that ridiculous of a thing to say. It's not. There, uh, there's, I've realized a devil's advocate scenario where it works out. What's that? Uh, okay, so that devil's advocate scenario is, um, you know, if Lewis thought he was going to win the championship and he really had started to disconnect a little bit, obviously, like, that that grind to a point where you think you're going to get it accomplished and then you feel like you get to be done after that, if there's a possibility where that mindset is not able to get reestablished to the level where he needs to be at to be a top performer in Formula One. Um, the fact is, like, if you have any shred of doubt in your mind, um, it can cause you to struggle. So yeah. there's a possibility where if he's not all the way back and he doesn't get there early, Russell challenges him to where maybe he gets a little bit shaken. I don't think that's p- likely, but that, uh, it's possible. That's a fair scenario. Also, I think with George, like, so Mercedes' whole thing is, like, they let whoever's in first pick the strategy. And I know they had, like, Lewis pass Valtteri, but that was because Valtteri was, like, or Lewis was obviously had it on a faster pace than Valtteri. So I think if, Lu- or if Russell can qualify higher than Lewis and keep around the same pace or a little bit faster. I don't think they're going to let Lewis pass. And I think that's how it could happen. But All right, let's round out Nathan's constructors, and then we will wrap up. So I had Haas in sixth. I have Williams in seventh. I think they're going to be better than y'all think. Um, I don't think they're going to be great, but they're going to be okay. And then I have Aston Martin in eighth. I just, I mean, there have been some rumors that they're going to completely redesign their car for like halfway through the year because they just don't think it's good. Um, I think Alpine's going to be ninth. I don't think they're going to be the worst team on the grid just because of the the money they have behind them. And, you know, they have Alonso who's going to pull them to some great things. I think Esteban Alcon's not going to score a single point, and I think he'll be dropped after this year. 
And then Alfa Romeo um, will be absolute dead last by a country mile, and it won't be anywhere close. And yeah, and I think I think we're gonna have a lot of movement in drivers in the off season um, because I think Lewis is gonna retire. I think there's a chance Alonso retires. I think Ocon will be dropped. I think <laughs> I think there's a chance Mick Schumacher, if he doesn't do well, I think he might be done in Formula One. Unfortunately, even though he has the name. Uh, th- let's do one more prediction. Wha- I think let's just do a fun one. Who gets the fastest lap in Bahrain? Do we also want to predict a Bahrain winner? Sure. Rapid, fi- rapid fire. Rapid fire. Bahrain winner, fastest lap. Go ahead, Stephen. I wasn't ready. Go ahead, Nathan. Uh, I'm ready. Um, Charles Leclerc, winner. Sergio Perez, fastest lap. Yeah, Max Verstappen, winner with Carlos Sainz, fastest lap. I think uh, Carlos Sainz, winner, and I think it will be a Charles Leclerc, fastest lap. I also think a Verstappen win. Um, and then I think the Mercedes one-off performance, I, I think Lewis gets the fastest lap. No, actually, I revoke that. That conflicts with my earlier statements. Uh, <laughs> I, I give the fastest lap to uh, Checo. Well, cool, guys. Yeah, I mean, that's our predictions. We'll, like I said, we'll come back and check in on these as the season goes on. Um, we'll probably post a little graphic on our Instagram about this or whatever social media that we have. Let us know in the At comments. At Slipstream F1 cast on Instagram. What your favorite mental hospital is, and so we can uh, go check ourselves in. Some good recommendations. We, we are mentally ill. I think so. some of these predictions. Um, well-rounded, though. It's okay. No, for real. Let us know what you think. and you know, Drop some comments. Let us know what you think, your predictions. Um, if you agree, disagree. Um, you know, we got four guys here. A widespread of opinions. You know, may, might agree with Steven in some parts, Brandon in others, Nathan in none. And so, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, it, and if that's the case, you're probably more correct than any of us. That's very true. Um, like and rate the podcast. Share it. Yeah. Like, like and rate it. Rate Only it. five stars. Sponsor us. Yeah. Okay. If you don't like the podcast, DM us your hate and we'll just try to deal with it emotionally. <laughs> and if you like it, rate it five stars. And then if you feel like DMing us your love, do so. Yeah, um, you could definitely hit us up in the DMs. I like to live off a high of a good little sweet DM from someone. I live off that high for at least a week. Um, and give us feedback on the podcast, what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of. We actually do want to hear from people because, frankly, if we just do what we think people want to hear and they don't want to hear it, then none of you will listen. So tell us what you want, and we will cater to you individually. Whatever we you we ask for will podcasts. be exactly what you deliver. We will record podcasts for each individual person who gives us critiques. Thank you all again for listening. Um, like we said, do the little tidbits that we, uh, w- you know, you can do or don't. You know, um, we're not here to tell you what to do. We're just here to tell you how bad Esteban Knockon is. Amen. Bye. Tell me that was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke.